Aquarius Kelly, Love and Ambition, A Digital Diary, Tuesday, February 9th, 2021. The time is now 5 a.m. And I want to make the time to talk about prioritizing proficiency. This goes back to January. On Tuesday, January 5th, 2021, I was working in small groups with a few students of mine. And over the course of the school year, I began to notice that students were spending more time than the allocated time during small group instruction to complete assignments. And when I started to notice this, I number one, I allowed it to happen. The last thing I want to do is say, hey, your time's up, regardless of whether or not they are demonstrating proficiency and, and understanding of the particular academic content. Number two is when we really think about it, I don't believe that anyone wants to spend more time than they need to spend on something that they may not want to do in the first place. And we've all encountered situations where regardless of what we want to say, uh, when it comes to certain subjects, math, ELA, social studies, science, there are, there are times that we may not necessarily want to do an assignment. We've all been through it. So being very clear and transparent, when I see students who are working past the quote-unquote allocated time they have to work on an assignment, if they really don't want to do the assignment in the first place, I doubt they would spend that extra time working on it. So that's another reason why I feel it's important to allow students the time to complete an assignment and work through the kinks and cognitive demand and productive struggle, as we would say as educators. So me being who I am and realizing this and, and being responsive to the behavior that I'm seeing, I just started to take note. So instead of fighting it, I decided to document it. And in doing so, I, I created an article. And that's the reason for this recording. Because another thing that I'm doing is talking about my articles and the things that I write, as well as showcasing video. So for those of you who may want to read, feel free to read the article. For those of you who may want to watch a video, feel free to watch the video. For those of you who just want to listen in, feel free to listen in. And I'm looking to just cover all mediums because at the end of the day, the message is the same. The media may vary, but the message essentially is the same. So I'm doing this to make it more convenient for whoever decides to consume my content as I continue to distribute and publish content. For, so for those of you listening in, thank you very much. To get back to the beginning, on Tuesday, January 5th, 2021, I had a few students attend small group instruction. And my first, at the time, my first, 
my first, I would say, class is from 2 to 2.40. So it's only supposed to be 40 minutes. However, I noticed that one of my students spent uh, one hour and 24 minutes working on a particular assignment until they were able to get the assignment and, again, demonstrate proficiency. So this is why the title of this recording is Prioritizing Proficiency, because I understand or I believe that it's important to prioritize proficiency over pacing. I'm less concerned with going wide and more concerned with going deep. And I'd rather know that my students are understanding what they are learning as opposed to trying to cover so much and understand less, if not not much at all. So this is why I'm deciding to revamp my approach and be very mindful about it and make sure that I'm documenting the data to support my reasoning. And in doing so, I decided to to capture these thoughts. And students who tend to struggle academically are more likely to complete an assignment and demonstrate proficiency when they have access to academic support and are provided with a comfortable and safe environment. So that's another thing I believe that small groups help to provide is a more comfortable, safe, one-to-one at times environment. And as a result of doing this, And allotting time with my students to provide extra instruction, guidance, feedback. A lot of the time, I'm I'm not even providing that. I'm just there in the event that they need that. A lot of what they are doing is being done independently, which is even better because they're using the tools and resources at their disposal to make sense of the information at hand. And another game changer for me is me deciding to change my rubric, right? So now when I look at classwork or when I provide math assignments or really any assignment, I came up with the following rubric and I'm looking through it now as I am strolling perusing through what I call my academic student success guide. So I have to back, 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 back step. Go to the grading section. Here we go. Here we are. So when it comes to academic performance, and I'm sure I will probably cover this in another recording as well, my academic performance rubric consists of the following. First of all, students' grades are a reflection of their academic understanding and performance. When it comes to academic assignments throughout the course of the school year, students' academic performance will be measured according to the following criteria. So the first point they receive is 
based on applying prior content knowledge in an effort to receive teacher feedback. So regardless of where they're from, where they came from, what country they came from, what state they came from, whether or not they transferred, it doesn't matter. I just want to see what it is they think they know or what it is they've learned in the past. That's what I that's what I call prior content knowledge. Because my job as a teacher, my role as a teacher is to see where they are academically, see where they are in regards to their learning, and that's when I can provide the necessary feedback. So just students demonstrating where they are academically enables me to provide feedback that is meaningful and enables them to receive the necessary credit for doing so, just making that first step. That first step is always about showing up, right? So that's one point. And then the second point, the second half, essentially, when it comes to learning is taking the feedback that I provide them and applying that feedback until they demonstrate proficient content knowledge. So this is where a lot of the time is spent, and the key word is until. Some students may take three or four attempts. Other students may take five or seven. Some students may take one or two. And this is where a lot of the differentiation happens is the application of feedback because this looks different for every student. All right. So I want to emphasize the word until they demonstrate proficient content knowledge. This is where most of the learning happens. Anything before this is really just assessing. I'm assessing where students are based on prior content knowledge and what they are bringing to the table until I get my eyes on that. It's an assessment, right? Uh, once I get my eyes on that and provide feedback, that's where the real learning comes. That's where the real exchange happens. That's where the real back and forth takes place. So until they demonstrate proficient content knowledge, right? So when I look at a chart that I have, I have a chart of student A, student B, and student C based on this small group instruction on Tuesday, January 5th, 2021. So when I work with student A from 2 p.m. to 3.24 p.m., they committed a total of one hour and 24 minutes until they demonstrated proficient content knowledge. Due to this commitment, student A improved their overall class grade from a 50 to a 70. So we're talking about a 20 point growth from 50 from failing to a 70 to a C within one hour and 24 minutes. So this is the work that we crave to see as educators. And this is the work that enables students to see what they are capable of. Literally 20 point growth within one hour and 24 minutes. And that's because this particular student showed up, did the work, put in that extra time to demonstrate proficiency and get to where they are capable of being. Student B, from 2.40 to 3.48 p.m., they committed a total of one hour and eight minutes until they demonstrated proficient content knowledge. Due to this commitment, student B improved their overall class grade from a 75 
to a 90. So now we are seeing a student go from a C to an A within an hour and eight minutes. And then lastly, student C from 2 p.m. to 3.05 p.m. And this is what's going to demonstrate the differentiation. So this student spent one hour and five minutes. So in comparison to student A and student B, student C spent less time. However, student C also completed three assignments compared to student A and student B, who each respectively completed one assignment. Student C completed three assignments, taking their overall class grade from a 50 to a 70 on the first assignment, a 70 to an 80 on the second assignment, and an 80 to a 100 after completing the third assignment. So we are literally seeing right in front of our eyes a student go from an F to a A to an to to a A to an A. So when we talk about performance, when we talk about closing that gap, this is a micro approach to what it literally takes to start closing these gaps. Just one assignment at a time, not underestimating the cumulative power of our small wins and providing the space where our students have support and they have that sense of feeling comfortable in a safe environment where they can realize that they are capable of succeeding and achieving and reaching their optimal potential. So I wanted to make sure to share this insight and share this information. And I will continue to share a lot more what I a lot more of what I consider action research along these lines of, of education because that's where I am right now as an educator, classroom teacher. So I am in in the trenches. I am on the ground. I can share these insights because I'm doing it. I'm right at the center of it. I never speak on something that I'm not doing myself or that I have no experience with. And this is what I have experience with right now. So this is what I'm d deciding to share. And I also believe that this can help a lot of other educators especially as we consider questioning the status quo and questioning the state of education and possibly fearing going against the rules, going against what we have grown to know for decades and centuries. Because I believe I am here to challenge the status quo and push the envelope. I've said this before, I say it again, Traditional training will never yield revolutionary results. So I'm not afraid to try things out. I'm not afraid to question approaches and practices and philosophies. Because at the end of the day, I want us all to succeed and excel and thrive. And in order to do that, we have to, we have to challenge systems that just historically have not proven to demonstrate success. So that's what I'm doing right now. And in conclusion, I believe that when we prioritize proficient proficiency by creating the conditions and, and environment 
to foster connection and engagement, the overall achievement disparity will gradually decrease and student performance will gradually increase one assignment at a time, one day at a time. I am literally seeing it. I can go into my grade book right now and and show how students are going from an F, the first marking period, an F, the second marking period, to an A, the third marking period, because we're making those slow adjustments, just like a team, just like a football team, a basketball team. We may be down the first quarter, we may be down the second quarter, but we're going into the locker room for halftime and making adjustments. We're making the necessary adjustments and applying these adjustments to demonstrate growth, understanding, proficiency, achievement. That's it. And that's why I love doing what I do and hopefully inspiring others to do the same thing. So again, if you're making the time to listen to this recording, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm looking forward to delivering more, and I hope you enjoyed it. Definitely let me know if you're checking it out. Leave a comment wherever you are right now. Reach out to me. I'm available on social. I'm not hard to find. And thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to more recordings such as this. So with that being said, Aquaeus Kelly Love and ambition, a digital diary, much peace, much love, much happiness.